Hey everyone, this is going to be my review of What If Episode 1. I think that What If was one of those shows that I was really looking forward to from the beginning. I think it's just a, a genius concept and there's so much potential for so many stories. Plus, this is a show that can go for seasons and seasons and really just never end because as new MCU content comes out, What If can just use that and continue doing all different types of scenarios and stuff. So I was really looking forward to this one. And I really enjoyed this first episode. I thought it was a solid premiere, and I really loved it. It gets me really excited for all the possibilities in the future. And um, this was an episode that improves on rewatch, and it's an episode that gets better the more I think about it. And I just really loved it, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season based on what I've heard. So I'm going to go through kind of a plot summary, and then we'll go through the stuff I wrote down as good. So plot summary, the opening credits were just really beautiful. Uh, we'll talk about the animation style, but I just thought they were stunning. So then the actual plot, um, Captain Carter's like nexus event is that she chooses not to wait in the booth. She notices the Hydra attack, tries to warn Steve, but the bomb blows up and Steve is injured. Howard Stark needs someone to take the serum or the whole experiment will be shot and they'll lose all their money because it's expensive. So Peggy gets in, takes the serum, comes out. She has to deal with a lot of sexism. Um, Peggy and Steve have a conversation. Their it kind of development of their relationship, they're flirting. You cut to Red Skull obtaining the Tesseract. Howard Stark gifts Peggy a suit and a shield. Um, she goes and claims the Tesseract and brings it back to uh, the SSR. Howard uses that Tesseract to, to create a suit for Steve and uses the Tesseract to power it. Peggy goes to save Bucky and the Howling Commandos from prison. They get into a big fight. Steve comes and saves them in the Hydra Stomper suit. Um, there's a cool montage of Steve and Peggy fighting against Hydra, which I loved. That was awesome. Um, Red Skull, kind of similar to the scene in First Avenger, he kills the Nazis, takes off his mask, um, declares Hydra separate from the Nazis. Um, there's more Steve and Peggy bonding. They almost kiss, but they're interrupted by Howard Stark and Bucky. Then you've got the kind of iconic train fight scene. Peggy saves Bucky from falling. The train gets blown up and Steve falls into the ice. Peggy is really upset. She interrogates Arnim Zola, and he tells her all about Red Skull's plan. They infiltrate Red Skull's castle. Um, Red Skull uses the Tesseract to summon a big monster. Bucky and the Commandos find Steve and put him in the Hydra Stomper. Peggy and Howard fight the monster. Steve comes in and saves Peggy. The monster's winning. It's growing bigger and bigger. Peggy pushes the monster out of the portal, taking her with it. She makes the big sacrifice and promises Steve his dance. Then we see Peggy coming out the other side of the portal to Hawkeye and Nick Fury in 2012. They tell her that the war is over and it's been almost 70 years. So I really love this episode. The good. Uh, I thought the concept, just the concept, the idea of the show is genius for a couple of reasons. Um, they're not limited to the constraints of the MCU. So they can really tell whatever stories they want with whatever characters they want. Um, there's no constraints. Anybody can show up. Anything can happen. There's no limitations. Um, plus, it's animation, so they can really do whatever they want. They're not limited by what they can do in live action and maybe budgetary stuff in live action. Plus, the concept, I just think it's super smart because it can go on forever and there's unlimited possibilities. It's not something where it can get stretched thin really easily because they can just honestly keep going with the show forever. Like, there's just infinite possibilities by design. So... I just think the concept of the show is genius. Um, Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. 
I really liked him. His voice acting is good. I think he's a good narrator and the character is well-written. Um, we didn't get to see much of him, but I liked how he framed the story, how he mentioned what Peggy Carter's like Nexus event was. And he explained that um, and how he introduced the story. I like that. The voice acting was a little bit mixed, I will say, but I thought Haley Atwell as Peggy Carter was fantastic. I thought she did a great job portraying all the emotions, including when Steve died, the way her voice broke. Um, I was really impressed. I thought maybe I'm not sure if she has experienced voice acting, but um, she was really great. And this episode just reminded me how much I liked the character of Peggy Carter and how much I liked her in this episode. And I can't wait to see more of her in the future. I hope she gets a cameo in Doctor Strange too. That would be awesome. Um, I really, really love the animation style. Some of the dialogue scenes and the facial expressions, they take some getting used to, but the action scenes were amazing. They were so fluid and they were really impressive. They were visually stunning. Um, just the way everything was so fluid and it looked amazing. I think action is going to be one of the highlights of this whole series. I was impressed with this first episode because because this episode is supposed to take place within the live action MCU, they can't do as many crazy stunts as you can do in animation. So they have to keep it grounded to the MCU, but they also, the action was stylized enough that it worked. It didn't seem too far out, but it also seemed like it could happen in the MCU. So I thought they just found the perfect balance between grounded and then stylized um, animation. And I just thought the action scenes were fantastic. Also, the show just looks beautiful. The colors and the backgrounds, you can just take screenshots of certain frames and hang them on the wall. They look like paintings. Um, they're awesome. And then the twists, we didn't get to see much of it, but I know this will be, become a big part of the rest of the season. I like the way each small change snowballs and change future events. We saw, we got a little taste of it this episode. I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more in the future, especially with next episode. So I love that. So I have some things written under kind of mixed some like observations that aren't bad but aren't good kind of if that makes sense so first of all this might be a thing this might be a problem for the whole season which was that this episode was so interesting and compelling that you wanted to see more 30 minutes didn't feel like enough um it did leave you wanting more even a little bit unsatisfied i feel like um i it's a bummer because because of the short episodes, a lot of things are going to be rushed and it sucks because you don't get as much time with these characters in this, in this multiverse, in this world that you want to, but I guess it's a good thing or bad thing because you want to leave the audience wanting more, but you want to leave them satisfied too. So um, it's a balance and we'll see how it goes with the rest of the season. Also the voice acting, it can be in theory, can be a little bit jarring when it's not the MCU actors. Um, but it didn't actually bother me that it wasn't Chris Evans as Captain America this episode. Surprisingly, it didn't bother me at all. And then another thing about the voice acting is that some of the MCU actors are not trained voice actors. And you can definitely tell a little bit. So with that, let's get into bad. Um, with the animation, I think some of the expressions and the talking and the dialogue scenes, it's a little bit uncanny. And that's the problem with making animation realistic and proportional versus stylized. And I like to compare this to Star Wars Clone Wars, because in Clone Wars, even though it is grounded to an extent, the proportions of the faces and stuff is off. So then when the faces move into crazy expressions, our brain subconsciously, like we believe it, 
But when the show is trying so hard to be proportional and be realistic, um, it's really tough to really buy those, that, the way the faces move in the expressions and the dialogue scenes. Um, so it's, it takes some getting used to. It's a little bit clunky, but honestly, I, I'll take the weird dialogue scenes, kind of the weird facial expressions for those action scenes. Like it's, it's, a, it's a totally worthy deal. Like those action scenes really make up for it by a lot. This one episode, it didn't bother me at all, but in the future it might. And that's that they condensed a long movie, a two hour plus movie into 30 minutes. The pace was very, very rushed. It was nonstop. And in this episode, I actually liked it, but I can see that in the future, if it continues to be very rushed, it can be kind of a bummer because you just feel unsatisfied and you want to spend more time and really spend more time with these characters. So I'm hoping they can get the pacing right because, um, because I really don't want to come across a really interesting episode and then just feel like unsatisfied because feel like we didn't get enough of it. Like it was only 30 minutes and it was over really quickly. Um, so that's my thoughts on the pacing. Talking about how some of the MCU voice actors are good and some aren't good. We said that Haley Atwell was great. I thought Sebastian Stan's voice acting, it wasn't bad, but it was definitely the weakest of the bunch. It sounded like forced he got a lot of jokes. It feels like either he wasn't he wasn't sure what show he was in and he wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like serious MCU or like a goofy cartoon. And that could be a fault of the director too. I don't know. It just sounded a little forced. It didn't sound natural to me. Uh, it wasn't a big deal because it just didn't bother me too much, but it was something I noticed. Um, another thing is that the writing of this episode wasn't as sharp. The jokes didn't land nearly as much as most MCU projects. Not a big deal. I still love the episode. Didn't decrease my love of the episode, but um, just something I noticed. Um, we talked about how the animation was a little clunky when it wasn't action scenes. And maybe some of the writing was a bit on the nose. I think, of course, I'm a man saying this, so maybe I have no right to say this, but um, they did. This episode was very much about Peggy Carter facing the sexism, and they could have very much done that with a little bit less on the nose. It felt like this was a man writing this episode who was just too on the nose and um, a little too in your face about it, but it wasn't a big deal at all. Just something I noticed, um, but I do wonder who wrote this episode now. So that's what I think about episode one. I absolutely loved it. The potential for the series is really endless. Um, I absolutely loved it. This is a 10 out of 10 for me. And then please let me know what you thought of this episode. I'm very curious. Um, and for people who saw this episode and they were like, oh, that was just basically Captain America, the first Avenger. There weren't many changes. You're right. But if, you're want, if you want more changes, they're definitely coming in the next few episodes. The reason they started with this episode was to keep it familiar so that the general audience and so that people can buy into the concept, realize, oh, I know this story. They can watch the story and take the little changes. So then in the future, when there's bigger changes, they're ready for it. It was really smart to include this episode as your premiere. Also, theories for the future. Um, we know that Captain Carter is coming back in this season. We know she'll be in season two. So I think it's going to be more than an anthology. I think there is going to be some sort of central plot as we saw with that final scene. I have a feeling Nick Fury is going to be assembling a multiverse Avengers that consists of different people, including Captain Carter, because we saw her pop out of the portal to Nick Fury and Hawkeye. So that's my theory. Um, this is potentially spoilers. Not really. I'm going to say the plot, what we know the plot is for the next two episodes. So if you don't want to hear that, you can tune out now. But we know that the next episode is the one where T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. So I'm really looking forward to that one. And then we know the one after that 
is the one I cannot wait for because it sounds fantastic. And I hope this one isn't too short. It's the one where Nick Fury, it takes place around the time of that week where Iron Man 2, Thor, and Incredible Hulk were all overlapping. And it's Nick Fury trying to recruit the Avengers, but each Avenger gets picked off and dies one by one. Um, and then Black Widow gets framed for the murders. And then I think she's the protagonist trying to solve the mystery of who's killing the Avengers. And that one, um, like a murder mystery, I cannot wait for because I love how this show can deal with. Each episode can be different storytelling style, different tone, um, a new risk. Um, I just think it can be really experimental. And of course, because of that, some episodes will hit more than others. Some will work for me more than others. There'll be some that don't work for me as much, but I'm ready. I think I can't wait. I love the show already. Um, I can't wait for next week. So please let me know what you thought of this episode. If you have any theories for the future, what you thought of all this. Um, there's a couple ways you could do that. If you have some really long thoughts, and this is not just about this episode. If you have long thoughts about anything, any movie, every show, any show, and you want to type it out, you can leave an email to be read on the next episode. The email's in the description. If it's easier for you to speak rather than type, uh, you can leave a voicemail to be played on the next episode. Um, that's also the link for that's in the description. You can also submit a topic, a question, a theory, or something for me to address in the form in the description. Or you can leave a comment on YouTube and we try to reply to all comments. So thank you everyone so much for listening and have a good day.